one strike from victory. Two outs. And here's what you pay to see the best ever. Baronta jumps on this pitch deep left field. Like this. The 1 1 to story is grounded to third. Ramona Rios from third. The Orioles have done it. Go crazy, Baltimore. You are the new champions of the American League East. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Baltimore Orioles, 2023 AL East champions. They said it couldn't be done. We proved them wrong at every step. 100 victories for the first time in 43 years. Even better, Dean Kramer, who was the first piece of that Manny Machado trade that happened in 2018, is one of the remaining pieces the first piece to help clinch the postseason and then clinch the AL East title tonight. Dean Kramer got both victories, and the Baltimore Orioles are headed to the second round of the playoffs. They will not start playing baseball in the postseason until October 7th, after the uh, last game ends on Sunday. Orioles are currently 159 with three games left. On a five-game winning streak, have the ability to split a series Avoid the series sweep. That's 91 straight series. The only team in Major League Baseball this year not to be swept. And they are now the number one seed. They will go to their directly to the best of five division series, which will begin on October 7th at Camden Yards. We will play the winner of the wild card series between Tampa Bay and the number five seed, which is still yet to be determined. So that could be Texas, that could be Houston, that could even be Seattle. So we'll be waiting to find that out. But congratulations, Baltimore. The Baltimore Orioles are the 2023 AL East Division Champions in a year where nobody expected us to have a chance. Predictions to begin the year had us uh, at 74 and a half victories. Most people didn't pick us to win more than 66 games. Tampa Bay Rays got out to an astounding start, a 30-7 and start. The Baltimore Orioles never fell more than six and a half games behind. At the start of July 1st, we were six and a half games out of first place, and we ended up catching the Tampa Bay Rays by the middle of July. We took over the AL East, and we did not look back. Got a little tight there at the end, but we never wavered. We never gave up. We never gave in. And now the Baltimore Orioles are AL Division champions, AL Eastern East Division champions, for the first time since 2014. And this team just feels a little bit more special than the team in 2014 did. This was a team that was full of first and second year players. You know, you had your season veteran Santander, Anthony Santander, who was a Rule 5 draft pick. Cedric Mullins, who back in 2019 was demoted all the way down to double A. You know, Austin Hayes, who had injury issues for the first few years he was up. It's just, 
it all came together. We weren't supposed to have the pitching to maintain and be able to establish and get this far. And yet we have an established ace in Kyle Bradish who had a 286 ERA. That's the third lowest ERA in AL in the AL. It's also the third lowest ERA in all baseball. More impressive, he is the first Orioles pitcher since the mid-90s, Mike Mussina, to have an ERA under three. This is a second-year pitcher. He wasn't even the focal point of the trade that brought him to Baltimore. You have Grayson Rodriguez, who has been phenomenal since he came back from, from the minors. Um, he finishes with an ERA just over four, but very strong outings coming coming back after the All-Star break. He had an ERA almost 10 <laughs> at one point. So, you know, it's it's a pleasant surprise to see that. Dean Kramer buckled down. ERA still is a little high, but he came through when we needed, getting some big victories down the end. Kyle Gibson, another another strong outing for us the other day. It just keeps coming, and the Orioles went ahead and did something they weren't supposed to do this year. Shocked all of baseball, and the Orioles are now your AL East 2023 division champions. Can't ask for anything better than that. Well, you could. We could ask for a World Series, but it's it's here. The Orioles are your 2023 AL East champions. And we still have the ability to win a few more games, <laughs> which is even better. So 100 victories, 59 losses. We have a combined 31-18 and 18 record currently against the AL East. We have a winning record against every team in the division. Uh, we're 6-4 and four against the Boston Red Sox right now. So one more victory against them gives us a winning record against them as well. This was not supposed to happen. This was not supposed to be happening. We were supposed to finish last. They tried to bury us in May with a schedule that was brutal against nothing but first place and second place teams. They tried to bury us again in July and August. Once again, with a brutal stretch out west, first place teams, travel days without days off. Then again in September, 17 straight games. We fought through it. We went 9-8 and eight during those games. And we just kept fighting. We never gave up. Never, ever, ever gave up. 49 come from behind victories. Oh, it's it just... Where do you start with this team? Everything that was supposed to not happen, happened. Everything that was supposed to be... Didn't turn out the way it was supposed to be. The Orioles threw a wrench in everything, and the Orioles are not done. This is a special team from Adley Rushman to Gunnar Henderson, Jordan Westberg, Heston Kerstead, Grayson Rodriguez, Kyle Bradish, Yanir Cano. You just you can rattle off so many names. Top to bottom, this team is a fully put together. Strong team. Top to bottom in any given game. Somebody can affect that game and that outcome. And I tell you what, to see Birdland hopping in the stadium the past few days, it was amazing. It was wonderful. I love it. 
I, the only difference is I wish I could have been there, but I was there in spirit watching deer down here on the game. Of course, unfortunately, I can't drive, so I'm dependent on getting up there by somebody else. It's also almost two and a half hours away, so unfortunately, that is the bad downfall of not being able to get to the game is that, but I still watched it. I was able to watch the games. I was able to invigorate, be invigorated by it. I was able to feel the crowd, be a part of something special this year, and it's I love it. You know, I'm I've been alive for 44 years. I was fortunate enough to be alive during the last World Series victory for the Baltimore Orioles in 1983. I've seen some good teams. The 1998 team, that that. That team was a phenomenal team, you know, uh, made it as far as the AL Championship Series. We just couldn't push the rest of the buttons. You know, 2014 AL East Division champs, that was a shocking team. And, you know, we fought, made the playoffs three times between 2012 and 2016, you know, or 2017. There were some special moments, but this team is different. There is a different air about this team because people told them they couldn't. People said that it wasn't their time, that they weren't ready. We didn't have the experience. We didn't have the pitching. We it, Everything was against us. We weren't supposed to be here, and yet here we are. We're here. We're the division champions, the AL East division champions. And nobody, nobody outside of Birdland thought it could happen. Nobody expected it to happen. I can tell you, Tampa Bay did not expect us to win this division. They had a little tough, tough ending. You know, they play the Blue Jays twice towards the last two weeks, but they had three off days in the last two weeks of the season. We got two off days the entire month of September, and that was sandwiched between a 17-game stretch. Major League Baseball was ready to bury the Orioles. Every time they tried, we came back harder. We fought back faster. We came back stronger, and we showed the baseball world we're forced to be reckoned with. We have the pitching. We have the depth. We have the bullpen. 17-day stretch in September, and we worked and eat and fought and scratched and clawed our way through it. Came out with a winning record, and they didn't think we'd do it. Held on to first place, and they didn't think we'd do it. Clinched to postseason berth. They didn't think we'd do it. Now we clinched the division title, and they still didn't think we'd do it. And what drives me crazy is all of a sudden, in the last couple weeks, all of a sudden, these national pundits who were so against the Orioles to begin with, these writers who were so against the Orioles, no, they're not going to do this. They don't have this. They're too young, too inexperienced. They're pitching. Blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden, they want to talk positive about the Orioles. Don't be bandwagon jumpers. Say what you say and stick by it. It's a little bit late to try and jump on that bandwagon because I tell you what, Birdland is full. Birdland is hopping. Birdland is jumping. We don't want fair weather fans. We want the people who have been there through it all. The fans who went there through the 0-21 beginning of 1988. The fans who stuck by when in 2018 we went 47-115. and Started a streak of three out of four seasons where we lost over 100 games. Two seasons in a row, full seasons in a row, we lost 110-plus games. I don't count the COVID season in there. It was a 60-game stretch, 2020. So that's where three out of four comes in. But we stuck by through it all. 
we stuck by through the plan C and B free agents. We stuck by through the destruction of a team that was a playoff contender for years, five years in a row. We stuck by through that. We stuck by through a regime change that told us we're tearing the organization down from top to bottom and we're going to rebuild it from bottom on up. Sure enough, they did it. Sure enough, they did it. We got the players. We put them together. We got the coaches. We got the managers. Everything. And we bit by bit by bit by bit put it together. You could see the bricks laying, the foundation. You could see the the frame of the house come up. You could see the siding go on. You could see the roof being built. You can see the, the electrical work and the plumbing work. You can see it all coming together. And in the end, you have a beautiful masterpiece. And what makes things even better is John P. Angelos actually came through and signed a lease that will keep the Baltimore Orioles in Baltimore for at least the next 30 years. Announced the same day we clinched the AL East division. Birdland. The sun is shining. No matter how damp and cold and rainy it's been the past few days, the sun is shining. It's the time of the birds. It's the Baltimore Orioles time. And the only thing that dampens this whole thing, the only thing that brings a little bit of sadness and tears to our eyes, is our beloved Brooks Robinson unfortunately passed away right before we clinched the division. Passed away a couple days ago at the age of 86. Um, so at the same time as we want to celebrate, there is a somber remembrance of Mr. Oriole, Brooks Robinson, 1964 AL MVP, 16 straight gold gloves from 1960 to 1975, 18 all-star appearances, was a World Series champion in 1966-1970. He was the World Series MVP in the Orioles' 4-1 to victory, uh, World Series victory over the Cincinnati Reds in 1970. He went 9-for-21. In that series, it's a 429 average. He had two doubles, two home runs, six RBIs, and five runs. When he wasn't causing havoc at the plate, he was taking hits away from, from the Cincinnati Reds. He really made his staple and mark in that World Series. He made a staple and mark on the Baltimore Orioles. And he's somebody that you kind of really wish was around and was at least able to see this happen. And that's. That's the thing that hurts the most is Brooks Robinson, the Baltimore legend, was not able to see this. Kyle Ripken was in the yard tonight, another Baltimore legend. Jim Palmer, of course, he was announcing another Baltimore legend. But it just felt a little bit incomplete because Brooks Robinson wasn't there. He might be there in spirit. He might be watching over in heaven. God got his third baseman. But it's just a little bit bittersweet because good old Brooks – wasn't there to be with us to enjoy it. And that's the only thing that puts a little damper on all this. And folks, I just, I want you to remember Mr. Oriel Brooks Robinson before we begin our celebration of the ALE's title. I keep seeing pool game ads with 3D graphics. I just want to make sure that everybody remembers Brooks Robinson for who he was what he meant to the Baltimore Orioles, what he meant to the Birdland community, and everything else. He he was a phenomenal person, a phenomenal player, phenomenal mentor, a legend, and he meant so much to so many people. And I want people to remember that because Brooks Robinson, 
You're going to be missed. We are here to honor the greatest third baseman in the history of the Orioles and baseball, Rex Robinson. Swing ground ball, third base side. Brooks Robinson's got it throwing from foul ground toward first base. It is in time. And the golden glove artistry of Brooks Robinson was never more apparent than on that last play. Watch this play. Just a remarkable play. That's one of the best plays you'll ever see a third baseman make in a World Series game. Would you believe that? This, this guy's in another world. I mean, he's unbelievable. Watch this play by Brooks Robinson. Look at that. The outstanding reflexes of one take a third baseman, and he has it. He was generous, and he was humble, and as great as he was at his position, he understood his role as a baseball player. Give the fans everything you have, and then when it's over, give them more. This man is a man of grace and dignity and humility and honor. Because Brooks Robinson honored the game, not just by his play, but by his manner. Brooks Robinson will forever be remembered as a good man who did good for others, for whom celebrity meant little, but reputation meant everything. He was loved by many. He was a mentor to many. And a lot of people have different stories and memories of Brooks Robinson. My own family uh, got to meet Brooks Robinson. Uh, I was a kid then. We were supposed to go to a uh, event where you could have get an autograph and meet Brooks Robinson personally. Unfortunately, I came down uh, with with flu, if I remember correctly. I was sick. I know that. And I was unable to attend. And my mom told Brooks Robinson, you know, about how much of an Orioles fan I was and everything. I wish I could be there. Brooks Robinson signed the ball for me. And on it, he put, get well soon, your friend Brooks Robinson. It was a man that pleased the fans, that enjoyed making the fans happy and enjoyed being who he was to the Baltimore Orioles and to Birdland. He left his mark not only on the Orioles, but on Major League Baseball. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1983, and he was a part of the Orioles for a long time. Um, He was always at the yard. You know, the Orioles remember him quite frequently. There are stories of people talking about meeting him, you know, at the dugout in spring training, how he came down the steps and would talk to him. I mean, anybody in the Baltimore Battery, you got Zachary's, Zachary Bucklew's grandmother who got a phone call from Brooks Robinson, um, unfortunately, when she was on her deathbed. And great conversation. The video is posted on X, formerly Twitter. You can actually hear the conversation. Jason Benowitz talks about the time he got to be there for the opening ceremony and Brooks Robinson came down and sat next to him and they got to talk. I mean, we all have different memories and different experiences that foreshadow what we really should feel and what we didn't appreciate maybe at that time, but might appreciate a little bit more now. And like I say, it's it's the only somber moment of this experience that's happening in Birdland and Baltimore right now is Brooks Robinson isn't alive to see it. We thank Brooks for everything and we appreciate 
him being a part of Birdland and how special he meant to all of us. So I'd like to take a quick moment, silence, and remembrance of Brooks Robinson. Hope you all will join me in this starting now. This one's for your Brooks. Orioles are headed to the postseason. They're going to take October and let's soak it all in. But let's take October for Brooks. Let's do October for Brooks. I don't know if you noticed, but on my post on X, formerly at Twitter, I do have a hashtag in there that says October for Brooks. I'd appreciate if all of Birdland would continue that tradition, sending that out to a remembrance for Brooks. Because I can tell you what, that man would be enjoying every moment of this. He would be there celebrating with the Baltimore Orioles if he could be. It's fitting that it's raining where I'm at tonight because Brooks is shedding a tear of happiness and joy. And we want to remember that. We want to celebrate. And we want to congratulate the Baltimore Orioles on the 2023 AL East Division title. Long, hard-fought season. It ends Sunday, so there's three more games left. But it's time to get ready for the postseason, Birdland. It's time to get excited. It's time to get fired up. It's time to have some fun and enjoy this ride while we can. Hopefully, it only gets better from here on out. Remember, this is a young team. It's been put together. These players are starting to come up. Heston Kerstead is coming up. Joey Jordan Westberg. You know, we saw Colton Kowser earlier, Grayson Rodriguez, Adley Rutschman, Gunnar Henderson. I mean, there's so much young talent around that's on display. Now, are we going to be able to keep it all? No, we all know that. I hope everybody's realistic expectations is knowing we're not going to keep everybody who's down in the minors. You know, we got Kobe Mayo coming up. We still have Colton Kowser. Don't forget, we have Kyle Stowers, who was once the top outfielder in our organization, still down in Norfolk. Dylan Beavers. I mean, we have pitchers coming up out of galore. Zach Pete, Kate Povich, uh, Kyle Baranovich getting back on track. Peter Van Loon. Um, you, you, know, you have Connor Norby. You have Sam Sam Basile. We have all of these young, talented players that are coming up, and we got to keep realistic expectations. We're going to have to get rid of them sooner or some of them sooner or later. We're going to try our best, and hopefully, John Angelos will come through. And sign some of them as well. But this is the beginning of the ride. This is what we waited five long years for during a rebuilding process that promised the fruition of coming together. The talent that this team possesses is exciting, is is fun to watch. They they enjoy it. They enjoy playing with each other, you know, fighting for each other next batter up, next man up, taking that mantle, and living in the moment. They enjoy the atmosphere. They enjoy the fans. They enjoy being here. And as long as we keep supporting them, they're going to want to keep staying here. So Birdland, get ready. The Baltimore Orioles are headed to the postseason. And it all starts for them on October 7th when they face the winner of the wild card round in the division series with home field advantage. As long as we keep winning, we have home field advantage all the way through the playoffs. 
Still an outside chance that we get the best record. I don't know, but I think that's going to go to Atlanta. And the way it is now, the best record at the end of the season gets home field advantage in the World Series. So, you know, I'll take home field advantage through the uh, playoffs. Um, when we get to the World Series, we'll go from there. Hopefully that's a conversation we get to have down the road. But remembrance of Brooke Rob- Brooks Robinson, we went out and won the AL Eastern Division. AL East Division, not Eastern. AL East Division. And he's watching over us and carrying our team. Guiding light. And then, no Birdland, we're going to close up here. I want to thank you all for listening, being supportive, and being a part of this. I want to thank the Baltimore Battery for giving me the platform to do this on. Uh, don't forget to head over to thebaltimorebattery.com. we got a lot of different articles going on. Uh, Zachary Bucklow's got a few released. RJ DeVorto. As a few as a few released, I've got a few released, you know, so be on the lookout for some other articles coming through the pipeline. Quick shout out to the Norfolk Tides who won the International League Championship tonight. Uh, they defeated Durham Bulls two games to th- uh, one, so congratulations to them. Fitting that they win the same night the Baltimore Orioles won the division, and even more better, they did it against the Durham Bulls, was Tampa Bay Rays minor league affiliate. So it's just fitting. It works out perfect. So head over to thebaltimorebattery.com. Check out the different articles there. There's a bunch going on. Uh, You can head over to TikTok. Zachary put out a TikTok about the Orioles winning the AL East tonight. Uh, You can find us at Battery um, on TikTok, on X, formerly of Twitter. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at SRJ Heckman and TikTok. Instagram as well, all of them at SRJ Heckman. Don't forget to follow, follow the final strike at X, formerly of Twitter, is the final strike underscore. Also, want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Scooters for Rent. Don't forget if you're ever in the Delaware or Maryland Eastern Shore area and you're in need of mobility products, that's mobility scooters, electric wheelchairs, beach wheelchairs, manual wheelchairs, and reclining lift chairs. Don't forget to give them a call, 302-280-6203. Be sure to tell them Stephen from the Final Strike sent you. They are the fun alternative to walking, and they're definitely somebody that will help you enjoy your vacation and take care of all your mobility needs. Till next time, Birdland, peace out. Congratulations to the Baltimore Orioles, your 2023 AL East Division champions. Playoff bound, baby. So good all in, and let's take October. Until next time, peace out. Respond is one strike from victory. Two outs. And here's what you pay to see the best.